to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco. And Kyle, yes, you're never fully dressed <laughs> without a smile. <laughs> Brother, you're never fully dressed without a smile. Hey, you know, in case you didn't know, that is from the best, and let me emphasize the best Annie version, the 1982 movie. Oh, wait. We won't have that discussion here. I thought here. you said 1982 Annie and best. I don't think those two things go together because I, I, I think the I, I don't know if everyone knows. We have a very serious disagreement yeah. when it comes to Annie renditions. But that's not what I'm going to bring this up for. Why did I bring that? And what is that? That was the wonderfully done song, You're Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile, featuring Peter Marshall, the chorus, and the orphans from the 1982 version of Annie. Why did I bring that up, Kyle? Uh, Drop page. Uh, (laughs) I believe it's because we're about to see a very well-dressed man. Oh, and you know what I thought? Well, not only that, Mm -hmm. but there was a name mentioned in here. Let me give you a little bit of a history lesson. Did you know that at the beginning of the 19th century, men's style in England was basically a costume nightmare? Well-heeled gents wore coats with tails, silk stockings, knee breeches, and worst of all, powdered wigs. But then, a man by the name of Bo Brummel came along and invented the suit we're all still wearing wow. today. Your clothes may be Bo Brummel. That's what that line Bo Br- They stand out a mile. Bo Brummel is the person who invented the modern suit. Wow. I got some issues with the old Bo, but at least he got us out of the <laughs> stocking and powdered wig phase. Thank you, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> that has something to do with this minute. We'll talk. It's because here we are, minute one oh six of the Incredible Hulk. How could that be? But and, uh, and still being directed by Louis Leterrier, even though <laughs> yes. we're af- out of the the uh, movie proper and into the post credit scene, uh, because uh, we have a mystery man has walked into the bar where uh, Thunderbolt was getting hammered. This mystery man is has a very familiar voice, uh, and he's still talking as the minute starts, and he says. The super soldier program was put on ice for a reason. I like that. Put on ice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right? Ice. As he's drinking. No, because Captain America is on ice. That's why. Oh, is that why? That's why, yeah. See, that's, that's a nice little call forward because it's 2008, and there's still a couple years before Captain America, the first Avenger, will be hitting screens. Well, and also, if you remember... In a previous minute, we talked about a certain deleted scene. That's true, that you can see Captain America in the ice. There we go. That's true. So, uh, finally, the man stands around and, OMG, it's RDJ! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Robert Downey Jr. (sighs) With, With perhaps... One of the most insanely manscaped goatees <laughs> yeah. you will ever see. Well, so it's, it's, uh, this, this is what, what blew our minds back in 2008, oh, yeah. is a character from another studio, from a Paramount movie that had just come out a month earlier, yeah. just walked into another movie from, a uni- from Universal. What? But that, you can't, that doesn't, how can you? 
I mean, like having them, you know, name drop Avengers at the end of Iron Man was huge, but like this is like cross studio participation. I what? That it doesn't that doesn't happen. Like I can't stress to you how much this didn't happen before this. Even for the people, I think even for people because I can remember seeing this and I and I at all the different times like early on in the in the in the beginnings of this. And I can remember people who didn't even understand, like people who wouldn't even have thought, oh, it's a different studio, right? Mm-hmm. People were still shocked by this. Yeah. This this had a moment where you were like, wait, what? How is he <laughs> in this movie? And especially considering the movie's over. Like, you know, I mean, again, placing this where it is in the whole scheme of things, it was shock. It was completely shocking. You can't yeah. overstate that. Yeah. It, it was, it was a, this was a, a thunderbolt of a moment. Yes. So uh, their witty repartee continues. Uh, so Stark is saying, I've always thought that hardware was much more reliable. Mm-hmm. Nice. He's a weapons dealer. That's it. Uh, and Ross says, Stark, you always wear such nice suits. Ah, see what he did there? Now, suits. Now that line, right? No, no. And, and obviously that line, that nice. if you don't think about it you just think oh he's wearing well yeah because look at how nice his suit is that's not the suit he's talking about no uh so yeah stark says touche yeah no it's re- you know what when i've seen this movie so many times that line had never hit me as much as it did preparing for this <laughs> oh really no it, it's never because it's always i always just kind of like oh yeah because his suit's clean and mm-hmm. you know and he's all together no, 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 no. Put it in the context of what's happened. He's announced that he's Iron Man. Everybody knows he's. that's what the joke is. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, at the end of Iron Man, he says, I am Iron Man, and that had already hit theaters. So they, they, I assume that 90% of the audience who was watching The Incredible Hulk had already seen right. Iron Man. Because it was a mammoth hit by this point. Well, I think that's what even makes this... And, was, and still in theaters. Okay, so when it's, yes, it's still in theaters. And I think that's what even makes this a crazier moment because yes. not just that he shows up, yeah. this is like literally a continuation of what the other movie did and where it left off. That's right? amazing. Right. Yeah. So uh, he says, I hear you have an unusual problem. And Ross says, you should talk. <laughs> Which is even... When, Whoa. Okay. Hey. And even better because it's like, dude... You're you're Iron Man. You're running around now. Everybody, you got a target like the size of this state on the back on your back now. Yeah, that's interesting because like most like, I don't know if, if it's ever established that these two had previous dealings because Stark obviously was dealing weapons to the military. Right. Uh, but obviously they both know who the other one was when they walked in this room. So Ross says you should talk, and Stark says you should listen. That's good. What if I told you we were putting a team together? And as the music starts to swell, Ross says. Who's we and seen? That's where it ends. Now, uh, that goes to black, and that is where the actual real full movie is over. Wait. Like, we from here on out, it's Creditsville. Like, this is our last scene. So this is the, a picture wrap on William Hurt. Wait, I don't even know where. Oh, my mind's just blown. Hold on a second. <laughs> First of all. Uh-huh. I yes, this is amazing. We have come to the end of the movie. We've come to the end of yeah. and the rest and there's there's still more episodes and you'll want to listen because there's a whole bunch more yeah. stuff to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, we got more stuff. I cannot believe what a momentous occasion this is for both of us after this this incredible journey. Yeah. But who's we? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. So what? There's a lot going on here. Uh and so okay, so 
those of you who are, are, are casual Marvel fans, you're like, okay, so Tony Stark just announced I am Iron Man, and he met Nick Fury and said Avengers Initiative, and so now he's on board the Avengers Initiative, and so he's sent to get Ross to bring him into the Avengers Initiative. But I've seen other Marvel movies, and I know Ross doesn't really like the Avengers, so how did they... How did they well, I think then we're going to need to check in with what's going on. That's right, it's our final installment of Meanwhile in the MCU. Wait, I'm actually not... No, I will not... Wait a minute. I'm even choked up about it being the final episode of Meanwhile. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is the, our, our last Meanwhile in the MCU for, for, uh, for Incredible Hulk. I was not... It, I was not emotionally ready for all of this. I, hey, we're, it's coming down I'm to it. I'm sorry. Mean, like, you know, this is this this is, we're, we're wrapping we're wrapping up the show. We're we're turning the curtain down. We're uh, hanging up all the oh. costumes. You know, it's, we're trying to we're gonna hand this over and hand it over to the next group. You know, we're wrapping it up. But here's what's going on. So this scene is taking place in like two years from when it actually was shown. So the Stark you're seeing, as we've talked about in other previous MCU, this is Tony Stark. After the end of Iron Man 2. Wait, what? So this, what you're seeing here, takes place after everything that happens in Iron Man 2 and after everything that happens in Thor. So you're thinking to yourself, why the heck? Okay, so we saw at the end, of, but those of you who know Iron Man 2 know that uh, Nick Fury said, yeah, you, we don't want you anymore. You're not a part of this anymore. You're, you're like, we don't, you're, you're, the Avengers Initiative doesn't want you. We want Iron Man, but we don't want you. So it's like, but why then is Iron Man, or Tony Stark, going to try and recruit somebody to a group that he doesn't even belong in? And there's a reason, and Marvel was really, really savvy about this. They found a way to retcon it, and they retconned it in a, such a brilliant way. So, here's what's going on. When the Thor Blu-ray came out in 2011, they had a bonus feature on. Now... Those of you who are modern MCU fans, you don't know about this stuff, but when Blu-ray was a big deal, <laughs> they were doing a series called One Shots, and they were short films of the characters, most of them having Coulson in them, um, uh, stuff that was going on, other little expanded versions of everything, like entirely rap full stories that were on there that sometimes would connect to other things and sometimes were just like wrapping up other things. And so one of those they wrote was called The Consultant. So it's about a conversation between... Agent Phil Coulson and Agent Jasper Sitwell. Jasper Sitwell would end up going on to become a Hydra agent, but we didn't know that then. So at this point, they're just low-level agents. And so they sit down and they have a conversation in a diner. And it's one of the best things that Marvel's ever put together because it, it ties in so much. They sit down and they say, okay, the World Council, if you remember the World Council, those are the, the people on screens in uh, the Avengers movie, right. um, have made a decision and they don't want the Hulk anywhere near this. They want Emil Blonsky to be on the Avengers. And they're like, they, they what? They're like, yes. They think that Banner is still a fugitive. He is a criminal. They don't want anything to do with him. And they think Blonsky is a hero. They want to exonerate him. They want to clear him of all charges, pin a medal on him, and put him on the Avengers team. Oh, that's a horrible idea. <laughs> that is a terrible idea. <laughs> We need to do everything we can to stop that. And they're like, well, that's not up to us. Fury has basically tasked us with going to General Ross, who controls Blonsky. You know, he has him like uh, under guard, essentially, and bring him in. Bring Ross and Blonsky into this. And they're like, okay, well, the only way we can do anything about this is 
what if we send in a patsy? And Jasper Sitwell's volunteer. She's like, I'm I'm a great patsy. Like, I'll go in and be really terrible and he'll do this. And he's like, no, that's not going to work. Uh, we need to send somebody in there who Ross will hate. Someone that he will couldn't stand to be around, to work with. That will be the opposite of everything. That will rub him the wrong way. That will get under his skin and drive him absolutely insane. And Jasper Sitwell's like, you know who the perfect guy for that job is. And he's like, we're not sending in the consultant. We're not doing it. And Jasper's like, we need to send in the consultant. And they cut to this scene. <laughs> and you learn that Tony Stark is the consultant. And so they basically, Coulson manipulated this to send him in there knowing these two would hate each other. And Ross would want nothing to do with the Avengers initiative. And so it cuts back to the two of them sitting down and going, well, did it work? What we find out is after this scene, what happened was they got into a bar fight. <laughs> and so Ross demanded that Stark get thrown out of this bar. Oh so what God. did Tony Stark do? He bought the bar. <laughs> so he threw it out of it. And then the last line of the, uh, the consultant is, it's scheduled for demolition on Thursday. <laughs> he bought the bar and then knocked it down. Okay, so if you want to see that, you can first of all you can buy the Thor Blu-ray, but uh, for some reason this is this is still like it's not on Disney Plus, which blows my mind. It's really hard to find. You can't find it on YouTube. You can only find little clips of it, but you can find it on Vimeo. Oddly enough, Vimeo, where copyright has no rules. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, so I owned the Thor Blu-ray, so technically I'm allowed to see it, but the only way I could find it was on there. But yeah, it's called The Consultant. Uh, it's, a, called, it's a Marvel one-shot. But it's, it's, it's such a beautiful retcon of them re-explaining this because, as we know, Ross doesn't join the Avengers Initiative. Blonsky doesn't show up again. And Stark is not a member a of the Avengers Initiative at this point, so... I didn't know about any of this because I don't have I I you know I moved <laughs> to digital Unpack. probably fairly early so I don't have the Thor Blu-ray and I haven't watched that one I haven't seen that that one shot I've seen many of the other ones right Wait a minute Yeah So you're telling me <laughs> when when he is saying yes. I hear you have an unusual problem I've always thought the problem yes. was Bruce and the Hulk That's not what the problem is you're telling me No I'm telling you that that's the problem Oh wait when I thought you were saying says, I hear you have an unusual problem He's talking about the Hulk and Blonsky Oh but Blonsky but but see but now how that reads to me is that Is Stark going in there to try to get So what's Stark Stark is going in Stark's, Stark's mission that he's been given Is to bring Ross and Blonsky into the Avengers initiative Well no so when he's saying I heard you have a, He thinks Okay but then that's what, what he's saying is, is that I hear you have an unusual problem the problem is, what are you going to do with Blonsky? Yeah. Well, no, that's never how... When I saw this scene, <laughs> I've never thought that's what he was referring oh, to. Oh, okay. What was he, like, hunting the Hulk? Yes. Like, I thought you're, you, oh. have a, you have an unusual problem, and it's the Hulk, and we want the Hulk, so why don't we work together, and we'll find the Hulk, and then we'll take him off your hands, you'll get what you want, we'll get what we want, and everything will be fine. That's what I always thought that they were referring to. Because in... What we, we find out, well, there's there's a couple things. In, in uh, Fury's Busy Week, oh, shoot, I can't remember what the exact name of the comic is, but you find out that uh, Natasha has been around. She was at Culver University during the battle with the Hulk, and she was also the one who collected Stearns. Like she brought, you know, she she wanted to bring. Wow. Like she was there after. So like you, all these things, like obviously you can you can choose whether you believe comic book continuity counts or not. But it was designed well, of course, that of course. way, right? So then we, we flash forward to the Avengers movie, which I, I just actually we watched uh, you know, a couple of days ago. Uh, they 
they is uh they say oh you guys you guys found me and black widow says we never lost you we've been keeping our distance so <laughs> if you go by that interpretation fury knows exactly where bruce is all this time he's just not sharing it with ross oh okay the, the, and he, right, right up until they recruit him for the the gamma related project that they have in Avengers, they know exactly where Bruce is because he's and, and obviously Bruce is on his own journey, which unfortunately at the end of this movie he leaves to do, and we don't find out what that is until we sort of get some allusions to it in. Okay, Avengers. but my mind is blown on what the basis of this conversation mm -hmm. is. That that blows my mind. Yeah. Number one, number two, it blows my mind is. This is taking place after Iron Man 2. Yes, a movie that had not even been uh, dreamed up at right. this point. Right, which, which brings me then to mind-blown number three. Has Ross been drinking for two years in this bar? <laughs> no, because... Why is he... Why is he... That it because they happen at the same time. Thor, Iron Man 2, and oh. The Incredible Hulk happen in the same week. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God, my mind is blown again! Yeah. Wait... <laughs> yes yes the whole thing of meanwhile that's the whole purpose of these segments if you remember so remember like we talked about when bruce was at stanley's if they turned on the news they would have seen the the fight at stark expo oh my god okay oh and if you remember in iron man 2 colson leaves tony to work on the palladium project he leaves him to go to new mexico because the hammer has fallen there. I want you all to understand, everyone who's listening to this, I hope you are having the exact same geek out <laughs> moment I'm having. Because this is amazing. That's the beauty of this. Uh -huh. I am blown away. Kyle, at the end, <laughs> yes. all the roads came together. Yes. All of it. Yep. The meanwhile segments. Mm -hmm. All of this. It was all part of the plan. I'm emotional now. <laughs> I'm the Dr. Doom of podcasting. This is a okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I hope the guys. I hope the guys who do Iron Man two are as cool as we are because there's a lot to I, talk I mean, about a, with that. I say that Iron Man two is is a linchpin. There's a lot of stuff going through because there it ties back into this. It ties back into this very scene. Oh. Uh, it ties back into Thor. I mean, like it is. It is intricately interconnected. That is amazing. Okay, that's amazing. I'm no, my mind is blown. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> So obviously the credits are rolling, but I think we have we have kept you uh, uh, long enough as we as we got deep into some MCU lore. Don't unsubscribe. Uh, we actually got some interesting stuff planned for the the final credits. Uh, instead of just reading off names, uh, we're we're gonna do some some cool stuff. Stay around for at least episode seven. I'm not seven, and you'll find out what we're going. There's to so do. much more to discuss. So. As I put my mind back together, <laughs> Kyle. You know, as I try to figure this all out now, mm -hmm. I just could think to myself, I need to be comforted. I know one way in which I can remain in the moment of all of this wonderment, these thousand minutes, these thousand <laughs> minutes of discussion about 106 minutes of this incredible movie. I'm going to reach for my pillow. You know what pillow? Which pillow? My glorious rage monster Marvel movie minute pillow. Oh. And you know where I got that pillow from? Where did you get that pillow, Rob? A little place uh, called T... T uh, <laughs> wrong thing. T you know where I got that pillow from? Where did you get that I, pillow, Rob? I, I, you know, I got it from a, a place called thenextreel.com slash merch. <gasps> oh, I've been to that site. You know what else you can get there? Masks. Well, you do need those. Shirts. The shirts. Mugs. iPhone cases. I mean, yeah, phone case. Don't have to be an all iPhone. All the things you need to get through all these 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 rough times. Yes, and with us on them, and they That's support right. the program. 
Right. <sighs> Nextreel.com slash merch. Check it out. We got some cool swag. So in the meantime, uh, thanks you all for listening. We will see you back here for episode 107. Uh, hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers. Bye. <laughs>